Now back to Puck It in the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Oh, I got to crank it up. You got to crank it up. Now, you don't know if he likes this or not. We don't know. He played at Alabama. And it was we don't there, know. So he might, I, a son of the South, I think, probably loves yeah, Sweet Elm, Alabama. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. All right, joining us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, the star-studded Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. Ladies and gentlemen for Tampa, it is Wade LeBlanc, your starting pitcher for your Seattle Mariners. Hi, Wade. How are you? I'm doing well. Better now hearing that. How are you guys? Okay, so you do like this song, because we didn't know if you would like this song or not. You're from Louisiana, but you played college ball at Alabama, but thumbs up. Yeah, that's correct. I, uh, you don't hear it much once you leave. Uh, once you leave Tuscaloosa, so it's nice to hear it every now and then. Hey, hey, let me let me let me show you where the classic rock stations are in every city you visit, because you'll hear it within ten minutes. <laughs> it's 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 almost as if it's the Southern national anthem. It's hard to find a Southerner who doesn't love that song, and whether you're from Alabama or not, it just it, it resonates, and the story behind it's pretty amazing too. So it's uh, well, we're glad you like it. It means a lot to us. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. <laughs> that's it, Wade. Go get them later today, or. All right, uh, we'll see you later. But um, oh, perfect! That was easy. No, Wade. No, we need. We need uh, Wade. We need you for about uh, ten more minutes. We got to <laughs> fill this thing because people don't want to hear us. Um, how? Let me just. How much fun are you guys having as a baseball team right now? I, as a fan, a guy who's lived here his entire life, it is. It's a blast to watch you guys play right now. Uh, I can honestly tell you that this is this is probably the most fun that I've ever had. Uh, Certainly in the major leagues, I can't remember. I mean, high school baseball is fun, college baseball is fun, uh, but in the major leagues, where where it's it's more of a job than anywhere else, um, it's it's awesome to be able to go to the ballpark every day and and go to battle with the same guys every day. It's been it's been a blast. I'll say on behalf of the fans, I think I can speak for them. We're having a blast too. It's fun to see you guys and, and CDMs in these kind of games. Take us through your uh, what's the routine for you? You pitched two days ago. What was you, what you just briefly? What was yesterday? What what do you do today? What do you do tomorrow before you round back up to to step back on the mound in a couple of days? Uh, so yesterday was kind of a uh, kind of a workout day, kind of. Uh, get like a, a a run in to kind of flush out, but we didn't get in until about five in the morning yesterday morning uh, here to Tampa. So uh, yesterday was more of a recovery day than than yeah. usual uh, days after starts. Um, today I'll ramp back up. I'll get, I have a bullpen session, um, uh, which I like to call no hitters because. <laughs> You know, it's tough to pump a hit in the bullpen. So you gotta toss a sparkler. Now, wait, after that bull, you know? after that bullpen, which it's a no hitter. Do you do you celebrate? Do you like like jump in the air and like start <laughs> hugging teammates after that? I, you know, I usually ask Paxton how uh, what's the. I usually ask him what the what the process should be, what the stuff feel like after a no hitter, because how? he's the only one I, I've played with that's been through one. Oh, how about that? That's crazy. You, you, yeah, you've played a number of teams. I'm, I'm surprised that that's the first one you've been a part of. How close have you come, Wade? Uh, I actually haven't come very close at all <laughs> since uh, since high A. I was I was with Lake Elsinore, and I had a I had a perfect game in the ninth, oh, and uh, I ended up losing it with with one out. So 
since then, I've, I guess I've been getting easier and easier to hit, or the, or hitters have been getting better. I'll, I'll put it that way. That's what it is. You're, you're not getting easier. Those hitters are they're on something. Is what's going on. Oh, hey, yeah, wait up, yeah. guys uh, like you, and there's a lot of guys in baseball who are like this. It always fascinates me. I'm, I'm interested. I mean, you know, it's the one thing. Hey, you're getting to play a kid's game. You're compensated pretty fairly, but you have had to move all over the place, including a stint in Japan. Uh, you, uh, I would think, and you tell me, I would think there's been a couple of times where you could have just said, you know, I don't know, do I want to keep doing this? How, how have you stayed motivated over the years to stay after it with all the moves you've had to make to try and find, you know, whatever would be called a permanent home? Well, I tell you what, it's uh, if you don't have, if you don't have a why as to the reason you're doing something, shut it down. Especially, you know, baseball. As cliche as it is, it is a game of failure. I mean, on, on both sides of the ball, you're going to fail more often than you're than you're going to succeed. So, if there's not if there's not a why that you can go to whenever you hit what what feels like rock bottom at the time, it never ends up actually being rock bottom. But if uh, like you've kind of bottomed out, but whenever you get to those points, if you don't have a why that you can turn to uh, to to kind of push you a little further and, and get get out of that out of that valley, so to speak, uh, it, it could probably be pretty easy to kind of shut it down and take it home. Mm. So, so what is your why? Uh, I have, I have my family, I have my wife and my two boys. Um, the boys, I, you know, as, as humbly as I can, they kind of idolize me, um, which is, is, is truly a blessing. And I, I want to, I want to maintain that status in their eyes. Uh, at the same time, I want to continue to put, put food on the table, keep the lights on, all that good stuff. And then, uh, I believe, uh, with all my heart that God has put me in this position to be able to use it as a platform that, that not many people get to use it. And, um, if I were to, if I were to kind of, you know, give up when it got tough, um, that wouldn't be much i wouldn't be i wouldn't be using the using it the way that i feel it's it should be intended to use uh way leblanc uh, our guest right now on the uh, beacon plumbing hotline he's joining us for tampa the m's are uh, taking on the uh, rays later today they got the win yesterday 39 and 23 how old are your boys wade they're five and three. The three-year-old will be four in September. Oh yeah. Are you gonna? Uh, you know, I just wrapped up coaching an undefeated uh, Ballard boys and girls four and five-year-old T-ball team. Are, do you ever look? <laughs> now it's going to be tough for you because it's in the spring and summer here. Now, um, now they don't keep score. They don't. There's no outs, Wade. So everyone was undefeated. They're, they're, that's kind of the shtick there. Um, right. Do you ever? Are their kids going to play? If you could coach, would you coach T-ball? I'm going to tell you it. Uh, it, uh, it it causes you to hit, go right to the bar right after practice. I'm not going to lie to you. You got to have a couple beers after it, Wade. <laughs> uh, you know what? My five year old plays. He's played for this. He just finished up his second year oh. of uh, t ball. My three year old uh, wanted to play, but was unfortunately he was too young. Uh, I guess they had some rules and to where three year olds can't play with their older brothers. But uh, he'll be. <laughs> He'll be suiting up next year. He'll be ready to go. Good. Did they? Was it here or, or are they back someplace else? 
It was back home in Louisiana. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Cool. What's uh, what's that like? I'm I'm I've, I have not been out to the western part. I guess I was through there once in in, in the Lake Charles area, but I haven't spent any time there. People think New or- uh, think Louisiana. They always think New Orleans, rural Louisiana. It's kind of legendary again for some of the food, some of the traditions, some of the celebrations. Yeah. How much of that is in you as a person born and raised there? And 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 what's it like? How how cool is that culture? It's uh, it, it's definitely in your blood. It's it's hard to it's hard to get away from home when you're when you're from a place like that. And I know there's other places similar, but um, Louisiana is is special. Just the food, the culture, the you know you you can pretty much go anywhere and and you know it, it's I guess a microcosm would be like an LSU tailgate. Mm-hmm. You just walk into walk into anybody's anybody's camper or anybody's uh tailgate area and they'll invite you in they'll offer you whatever food they have whatever drinks they have and that's kind of how louisiana operates as a whole it's just a it's a it's an awesome it's an awesome area with a lot of hospitality how does a guy then from louisiana i mean because it's not like the lsu baseball program is you know some chopped liver here how do you how do you as a guy from louisiana get away and then go to alabama do you want to know the truth? Yeah. No, I want you to lie uh, to me, Wade. Come on. Don't say it's money because we don't. Don't say Alabama paid you money. We don't want to get them in trouble. No, it's not that sort of truth. It's uh, you know I could be politically correct, and, and uh, but the truth is that I told LSU that I would go there for nothing, and they told me I didn't throw hard enough. Wow. And look at you now. So you went over to Alabama and said, "How about if I throw hard over here, and we'll see how yeah. you like that." Yeah. How about if I don't throw hard enough over here? How about that? <laughs> do you ever? Do you I ever, still don't throw hard enough for a lot of teams, but yeah, you find one that likes you and you try to stick with them. Do right. you? Whoever the coach was, whoever told you that at LSU, is it? I always envision. <laughs> what was his name? Smoke Laval. What? First of all, that's a great one. Name. That's the greatest name I've ever heard for a baseball coach in Louisiana. <laughs> uh, do you? It, I envision you. Because you you knew his name immediately and were you know immediately uh, were able to recall it. Like, do you remember the? Do you remember Rocky Four? Uh huh. Remember, sure remember when he's training in Russia and he's got the picture of Drago on his mirror and he keeps looking at it every day. <laughs> do you look at the LSU coach every day, like in your locker, just to remind him? Hey, yeah, man, I guess I'm in the majors. Been here for a while, but I didn't throw hard enough for you. <laughs> no, no, I actually. There's probably one that I have I, I, I keep in my in my uh, ingrained in my brain a little more than his, which would be my uh, uh, seventh grade math teacher Richard Rogers. He <laughs> he had us all stand up one day. <laughs> he had us all stand up one day and tell us and tell the class what we wanted to do. And I stood up and I said, "I'm going to be a major league baseball player." And he laughed at me in front of the whole class. Wow. And he said uh, he said, "Do you know what the odds are uh, of that happening?" I said, "I do." Doesn't matter, and he just he he got a really big kick out of it, and I've never kind of never let that go. Richard Everybody's Rod- got a story like that. Everybody's got uh, everybody yeah. got somebody that that put a chip on their shoulder. Uh, so it's been good. Sure. Now, my, my, you know what? You're right about that because in gas, I don't know if you have a story. Now, th- now this isn't the same because we're we're. But I remember my I remember when I was in seventh grade, and I told my dad, you know, we were just we were just chatting. My dad was like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And I said, "You know, I just want to talk sports." I'd like to be able to have a job, and at that moment, there's no—I don't. There's not even sports talk radio. There's nothing. Right, right. right. So I'm like, I just want to talk sports for a living. My dad looks at me, and goes, 
with a, with a bourbon in hand goes, <laughs> well, why don't you become a bartender? Because the only people that talk sports for a living are bartenders. And I mean, to this day, I mean, that quote is yeah. ingrained in my in my brain forever yeah. when I think about that. Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a, a, a professor I had at Indiana. His name was Leroy Bannerman. No, His name was Leroy, but he says, no, it's Leroy. Of course. Leroy, <laughs> and, and Leroy told me my style was hackneyed and cliched. <laughs> I'm like 20 at the time. I'm like, Jesus, really? How about some positivity there, How about, so Leroy? I've, I've taken that and done the, the best. You him he doesn't even say his name right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well. Your name's Leroy, pal. You're from southern Indiana. Nobody's calling you <laughs> Leroy except you. Do, do you, uh, Wade, going, um, you mentioned what the LSU coach said about not throwing hard enough, and then you joked about, I just still don't throw hard enough now. We've talked about this on the show here the last few weeks, or this since you've been back here with the Mariners. Do you think the style that you throw actually is to your advantage? Because you act, I'm not saying the guys who throw 98, 99 aren't pitchers and they don't have multiple weapons. Justin Verlander's got every arsenal in his toolbox. But what I'm saying, though, right. is these hitters aren't necessarily used to how like you throw like back in the day how jamie moore used to throw because everyone is right. throwing 98 99 does that help you out do you in your opinion um i would say yes but at the same time i would say that the execution still needs to be there for for a guy like me because these these hitters up here are so are so good or so talented or so skilled at what they do that if you don't execute, even if it's something they're not looking for, they can still do some damage on it. And I mean, the evidence is, the evidence is two days ago in Houston. I just mm-hmm. the execution wasn't there like it had been, and 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 they may you know they made us they made us hurt for it. They made me suffer for it. And uh, luckily, I was able to get out of there with three runs, keep the team in the game. But um, you know, it, it I wasn't sharp, and and they were still able to do some damage on me. So. Uh, I think it does help when the execution is there. When it's not, it can still get pretty ugly. I've I've become a huge fan of Mel Stottlemyre, your pitching coach, Wade. And I'm just like I'm looking I am at too, yeah. yeah. I, I want to ask you about him because I mean I'm looking at what he does every day. He's working with a guy in Felix who's having to go through a huge transformation. He's working with a guy like James who's emerging as a stud number one guy. He's working with you, a veteran guy who's 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 plugged away and stayed in the majors and and, and found a way to make it work. Uh, he's got young guys. Uh, uh, he's obviously good. What makes a good pitching coach? You've had a lot of them. What are the guys, the characteristics that stand out to you among a guy, uh, among the guys you've pitched for? Uh, there's there's a few things to be honest with you. Number one, you have to care about your guys. Uh, by guys, I mean not the numbers on the back of their jersey. I mean the, the guys themselves. And, and Mel does. He takes his time to get to know. Uh, his guys knows what makes them tick, knows what they like. Uh, and then number two, to be able to not cookie cut your pitching staff, hmm. uh, but at the same time know what cues each guy works off of and know how, and he knows how to relay those to each guy because the same verbiage that he's going to use for Felix won't resonate with me. Even if we're doing the same thing wrong, you can tell, you, you'll have to t- to us in a different way, if that makes sense. Even, you know, and Mike Leake's the same way, Pax is the same way. If whatever, Whatever's off, whatever, you know, like mid-game when he comes out in the middle of the third or fourth, fifth inning, whatever it is, uh, if we're doing the same thing, if we're not staying back over the rubber, there has to be some, some kind of way that he can relay that message to each of us differently, and he's able to do that really, really well.
Hmm. When 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 the Yankees made the decision earlier this year to, to, to part ways with you, and, and then you came back to Seattle, was it was what was your reaction when it was when you were coming back to Seattle for the second time? Oh man, I had such a great I had such a great time in Seattle in '16, mm-hmm. and I, you know you're never ready for for something to end, but the rush kind of get some roster flexibility in there. Uh, it was there was like it was honestly a grieving process, and I was only here for two months. It, it, but the clubhouse is so good, the, the coaching staff is so good that you know staff top to bottom is so good that it, it feels. Like you're like you're a part of this thing. They make everybody feel like you're really a part of this thing. And even though I was here for two months, it, it, there was there was definitely a grieving process. Now it worked out. I ended up in in Pittsburgh and, and spent last year there too, and that was great. But um, being able to come back here and get into the same same clubhouse for the most part, and you know, there's there's still that same feeling of family, and uh, it's just been it's been a huge blessing for for my family and, and well, me. Well, it's, uh, we're happy that you're back. 39 and 23, the M's, uh, this season. It's, it's unbelievable. It's great. 17 and 6, uh, since you guys lost your second baseman, Robinson Cano. Best record in Major League Baseball. Marco Gonzalez will get the start, uh, tonight as a game two of that four game series, uh, with Tampa Bay. All right. Before we let you and we cut you loose to get you, you guys get ready for your game later today. We've got, we've got rapid fire questions for you. We, we like to end every interview. With some rapid questions, you have to answer these as fast as possible before the 60 seconds is out, okay? Uh, give them to me. These are the five best questions you're ever going to be asked in your entire life, Wade. All right, Wade, so everyone knows you are a, you are a Louisiana a kid who went and played college ball at Alabama. You have to tell the truth. Saturday okay. night, Baton Rouge, LSU, Alabama, Wade LeBlanc has what jersey on? Alabama. All right. All right. That's good. What teammate currently of yours is least likely to have shower sandals on <laughs> in the shower? Oh, man. Oh. Um, Maybe they all do, but who, really? would be the, who would be the one to, to skip out on the shower sandals, which is a major football? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm going to say me just to protect everybody. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, boy, is Wait. that a weak answer? Air them out because we all know it's Seeger. We all know it's Seeger, and it's been Seeger for years. <laughs> all right. What's, no comment. There we go. Very perfect. What's your superstition? I don't have one. Really? I really don't. Mm-hmm. Really a guy don't. from Louisiana uh, doesn't have a yeah, superstition. all that Cajun stuff down I there. Used to have, I used to, be, uh, used to be superstitious. You have you have a bad game, it really makes you wonder what's the point of these things. So, <laughs> right. uh, you know, there's uh, I, I'm I'm in the bullpen sometimes. I'm starting sometimes. I'm doing well sometimes. Sometimes I'm doing poorly. So, what's the what's the point in having these superstitions? Because the routine's going to change too. That's a, it's a fair point. That's All amazing. right, Louisiana, of course, Bourbon Street. You can only have one of these: a hurricane or a grenade. Uh, how about a fried shrimp po'boy? A fried, uh, a fried, fried shrimp po'boy. Fried shrimp po'boy. All right. So no hurricane, no granny. All right. I like it. And then this is the most important <laughs> question. Being from Louisiana, you love food. I would assume that you are kind of an expert. I, anyone from Louisiana is kind of an expert on food. And you're a baseball player. Ketchup on a hot dog, yes or no? Uh, 
to each their own. I, yeah. I'm going to pass on ketchup, yeah. but, uh, you know, my, my, my bigger beef would be ketchup on a steak. Uh, which my oh, wife uh, shout no. out to Natalie. First of all, um, if someone but, put ketchup on a steak, they should be immediately shot. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'll just take it to there. I'll go there. <laughs> all right. I mean, we're going to take that person, go out in a swamp in Louisiana, and feed them to the Gators. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Uh, you'll have to. You'll have to be the one to break that. I'll do it. Wife. I'll do it for you. Wade, uh, it was a pleasure having you on. We'd love to do it again. Uh, great sport. You're off to. A, you're having a great season. Uh, best of luck to you guys uh, in Tampa and the rest of the season. Hopefully, you guys get in the playoffs. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. There Thanks, Wade. Wade LeBlanc, ladies and gentlemen, that was fun. That. Good. You know who's full of it? You know who's really full of it? Raymond Peter Smoke Laval. That's who's full of it. <laughs> Recently removed as head coach at the University of North Florida because he wasn't getting it done there either. God, he had all those guys. He had them right away. He yeah, knew. Yeah. This guy and Richard Rogers, seventh grade math teacher. That jack wagon. Our thanks to Wade LeBlanc, Kelly Monroe, and the Seattle Mariners. Uh, the Mariners back in action tonight, taking on the Tampa Bay. Let's call them the Devil Race. Uh, Marco Gonzalez on the mound uh, tonight. Uh, one earned run, 16 hits over his last 26 innings and four starts. The Mariners, 39 and 23.